Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. On a mountain, in a valley, I see only God. In hardship, I see Him by my side. In ease and well-being, I see only God. Like a candle, I melted in her flames. Amidst the sparks of the flames, I see only God. Good morning. Welcome to You Are Okay. Radio. The music behind us is Annihil's Be Still Thy Soul, which is part of the Firing the Grid, where an invitation to all of us to begin being loving creatures and to embrace the peace that's possible in our lives. Uh, on the other line is Brian. Uh, good morning, Brian. Thank you all for joining us. And Brian, thank you for joining me today. It's my pleasure, Mara. Good morning. And good morning, listeners. We are here only to be truly helpful. We are here to represent she who sent us. We do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because she who sent us will direct us. We are content to be wherever she wishes, knowing she goes there with us. We will be healed as we let her teach us to heal. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much, Brian. That that is just beautiful. I, I think I always am touched by every word of that passage. Um, I thought maybe today, before we move on, it might be good for each of us to explain why we have selected the passage we have selected to start the show, which we use every time, every week, and I use mine every show. And I selected mine, it's very much in keeping with our topic today, which is got to get that love and vibration I happen in. Uh, the vibration of peace, the, the pleasure of peace. Um, I selected mine in part because it exemplifies all that I believe. I believe that all of us are part of God and that everything is a part of God, is a manifestation of God, and that God is love and that we are coming out of a time of anti-love or anti-Christ and are being offered an opportunity to show love to others. And part of the way that begins is to remember. I want you to hear that. 
because there are no coincidences in God's world, make me one spark of light. We have all been brainwashed into believing that love is not enough to prevail, that we have to battle our our negative, uh, evil nature uh, in order to know love, and as a consequence, we battle with our very own being, which is love. And so on a mountain, in a valley, if I'm looking out, I see only God. In hardship, I know God is by my side. In ease and well-being, I see only God. And when I end my days, I will see only God. And so that is why I've selected my passage, is because it exemplifies what I believe to be true. It's an Islamic passage. It's not from uh, one of the popular faiths or from a New Age speaker. It was written by uh, Rabia the Mystic, and um, I love it. I absolutely love it. And Brian, why did you select what you have, and what does that mean to you? Well, similar to yours, the one I selected is about remembering who we really are, which is the presence of love embodied in the world. And one thing I'm realizing on how we get back to who we truly are is to let go of everything that we think we are, because everything that we think we are is a definition, and what we are our eternal divine being that cannot be defined, can be experienced in each and every moment, but cannot be spoken of. Because to define something is to lock it into place, and therefore it becomes immobile. But we are ever-flowing, ever-present, ever-being beings. And so to lock something into place is to misunderstand that thing that you were trying to describe. So it's like many people say when they try to describe God, how can you define the undefinable? So the passage that I chose speaks very well on how to do that. And as it says at the beginning, it says, I am here only to be truly helpful. Well, the the way we can be most helpful is to be loving to be who we really are. And so it is a declaration to myself that I'm here to be that representation of the truth that I am. And then it goes on to say, I'm here to represent him who sent me. Now this could be misunderstood if we're looking at it from the wrong angle. But if we're looking at it as a declaration of who we are, then what we're saying is, I am, I will be, I'm here to represent myself. I'm here to represent my higher self. I'm here to represent the love that I am. And then it says, I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because he who sent me will direct me. In other words, in letting go of all of our fears and worries and judgments, all of our ideas of what can happen, what might happen, and what should happen. As we let go of all these things and we just 
are in the moment. We are free to flow freely without worry because as we've all experienced, even if you're very good at something and you're very seasoned and you have lots of experience at any particular aspect of life, if you start to bring worry into the equation, nervousness comes in and mistakes start to happen no matter how seasoned you are. But what we realize, what we can look at, and we spoke about this a couple weeks ago when the Olympics were around Mars, is that when someone is really in the flow, when someone is really confident in the moment, they can flow through gracefully in their day, in their activity, in their life. So as we basically let go of fears and worries and doubts anxieties, and what if, and we just be in the moment, flowing, then we will be led exactly what to say and what to do, and there will be nothing to worry about. What we need to begin to realize is that worry is never a justified expression of being. It's a made-up thing that only brings in problems. So as we simply choose to not worry about anything, then we find ourselves gracefully flowing where we need to be, saying what we need to say, and being that truly helpful being that we want to be. And then it goes on to say, I am content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me. And this is to say, I am content to be wherever I am, because wherever I am is perfect, and I'm never alone, and I'm always within God, fully embraced fully engulfed, fully immersed within God. So I can never be alone. I can never be in harm's way. I can never be hurt or injured in any way. So what is there to be fearful of? What is there to worry about? And then finally it says, I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. And that is to say that as I begin to recognize my perfection, as I begin to recognize my abundance, as I begin to recognize the truth of who I am, then I begin to recognize and experience that there is nothing wrong or imperfect or missing in the first place. And when you're experiencing yourself as the perfect, whole, and complete expression of being that you truly are, you can call yourself healed or there is nothing missing. There is nothing to matter. And there is nothing to change. Yes. Beautiful. That really is beautiful. And and I, I think that, I, I don't know, you said so many wonderful things, Brian, but one that really uh, grabbed my heart, because as you were speaking, it was starting to unfold as a reality, and and when you verbalized it, it was like kind of one of those serendipitous moments that our minds came to the same thing at the same time, that even as we grow in ourselves and grow in our awareness that everything is okay, there are probably going to be unnecessary moments of self-doubt that I shouldn't have done this, I shouldn't have said that, and we should embrace those moments 
as opportunities for us to learn and move forward, not as an indication of what we are not, but as a recognition, a reminder of the potential that is in us. I struggle very hard, um, very hard to not talk about people. Uh, I, I really, really do, and I I don't like it. I've never liked it. People will tell me things, and I won't repeat it uh, simply because I don't know how. First of all, I don't know that I have a right to hear it, and secondly, that I don't have that I have a right to repeat it because I would think, how would I feel if someone would say these things about me? And it saddens me, you know, that anyone even shares things with me, and most of the time they don't, interestingly. But now and again, I still find myself sharing judgments of people. And and so I may not talk about what they do, uh, you know, generally, but I may say, oh, that person is so angry, or oh, that person did did this, or oh, that person did that. And that, I will confess to all of you, is what I recognize that interferes with my love and vibration. It interferes with my peace. And when Brian said a moment ago that we that when you come to a place where you recognize you're enough no matter what you just did and that you're always with God and you're always okay and, you know, you just have a chance to be more in the next moment uh, is what I would add, um, then, then peace becomes a more constant part of your life. And ideally, those things that you don't, like about yourself will become something that you recognize that you can change as opposed to something that you accept as a character defect. And and when we stop accepting unloving behavior from ourselves and set a higher standard for ourselves, even though that makes us feel inside a little bit off course, because then that means we have to live with the idea we're not perfect. And I think that's a hard human acceptance. I have never met anyone who, when they did something they did, didn't think it was the right thing to do at the time. And and so to nudge off that place and accept that it wasn't the right thing without Believing that you are the wrong, you are a wrong person, a bad person, is tough. It's really tough, and and uh, we we've. I'm a Methodist. I'm going to go this morning to my Methodist church, and John Wesley, who created the Methodist church, um, basically would write down every minute what he was doing during the day, so that he could keep his mind thoughtful and focused on the now, on God. I, I, you know, I, I really sometimes think I would like to study how he did that, you know, and how he was able to live doing that. But I think the thing that I have come to learn from that is because he may have blipped off on a moment and not done something that was real, quote, holy, uh, doesn't keep him from continuing forward in the next moment. 
believing that he's worthy enough that he can keep a chronological, chronologically, excuse me, methodically, Methodist, methodical chronology. And so inherent in that reality is what Brian said also, which is accepting that, that we, are, we are enough right now just the way we are. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. You brought out a lot of wonderful points in that. And another aspect that I want to bring out is that as we start to recognize ourselves by letting go of what we're not, we start to become that. And from that place, we also start to recognize more of of who everyone else is. And then from that space, we can look beyond the behavior and the words and the actions that people partake in. We can see the divine one of that being, and although they're not expressing it, we can react to them from that space rather than from the level of being annoyed or thinking that that person is who they're expressing themselves as, and we can start to recognize that it is simply... We can say it like... um, I know it was Shakespeare who said, all the world's a stage and all the men or actors, or something to that extent. And it really does come out to be that way, that we're all divine beings that are pretending to be less than divine and believing our play, believing our act, and losing ourselves in the play. And as we begin to recognize, as we begin to let go of the roles and the characters that we play, we begin to recognize more of the truth of what is, and then we can respond what's really happening, rather than responding to the drama that's taking place on the stage, we can respond to everything as simply actors pretending and believing in what they are making up in their minds and shining the light into that situation, into that scenario, brings about the truth, brings about the reality of the situation and brings us back into the consciousness and into the experience of what is really going on that we are just simply reflections and expressions of the divine creation itself. And we have the ability to create any experience that we want. But we, at the same time, we find that when our creation is not in alignment with the truth of who we really are, we're not going to be happy. We're not going to experience joy. So as we begin to recognize that the roles and characters and games that we're playing don't bring us joy, and we come back to the truth of who we really are, and we find that joy within at all times, and then we reflect and express in our lives from that place, then we find ourselves in joy at all times, and we find ourselves expressing ourselves in perfect and divine and whole ways that express the joy of our being that was within. So the idea, along with those words that I said, at the beginning with my affirmation, is that we must go within and find ourselves to be who we truly are and then live from that divine space and experience the peace and joy and love in every moment of our lives. Yes. Yes. That is so true. That That is just just so totally true and something that, you know, it, it shows up in the words we use, my friends, and, and what we're so afraid of, of being alone 
which is really all one. Uh, it, it's it's like it's the challenge to come across that fear. Uh, in Brian's passage, he talks about uh, always a l new way new hyphen ways. Uh, God is with us, and yet um, we so much tragedy and pain occurs in that moment of despair when you feel that you are not with God. Jesus called out from the cross. Uh, you know whether you. Div- I think that Jesus is is a divine messenger, and uh, he called out from the cross. He felt separate for that brief brief moment. He felt separate from God. There are people who feel that separation forever. So when we come on Sunday mornings to talk about God with you, to talk about love with you, we come to try to talk with you about the things that we have come to know that help us stay in vibration with God and help our our moments of separation from the reality that we are loved by God just as we are. We are enough. Our unique moments. And so for some people, we're almost inviting an entire lifestyle change. That they let go of feeling separate, valueless, worthless, unloved, alone, and embrace the idea that they are so valuable that every act that they engage in can bring about change. Whether it's an act that's negative that gives another soul a right and an opportunity to rise up and be more than they are, or an act that is positive that demonstrates to another soul how to do that. Every interaction that we have provides an opportunity for all of us to recognize our connection to one another and our connection on a whole to all that is the great I am. So Brian, now and again I'm I'm following or I'm believing that there are times when you probably don't feel like you're what you truly are. Would that be a fair statement? Oh, do you ever lose? And what do you do? Well, in those moments when I can catch myself in the expression of fear and worry and doubt, that I just let it all go and come back to recognition who I am. And the beauty of that is that that space, that place, is at the core of our of every experience that we're having. Like I mentioned about being actors on the stage, no matter what roles you're playing, no matter what character you're playing, no matter what act you're on in the play, you're always the actor in every moment. So you're always the one making the play happen. So at any time, like you just said, you're always faced with the opportunity to recognize the truth of who you really are. And what I'm beginning to really understand and recognize is that to simply let everything go, 
it doesn't matter how intense the experience is or how complex the experience is, to let it all go and to come back to the base expression of who you really are, which underlies every situation, to come back into your breath, to disconnect from every thought that you have, and to get into the feeling of and the vibration of being, reset your way of seeing your experience, and therefore resets your experience of what you're having in the world. And so that can be so difficult at times when we identify so strongly with our thoughts, with what's going on around us, as if what's happening in the world is somehow has rule over us, has strength over us, and tells us who we are. We need to begin to realize that we are not what the world tells us we are. We are what the world, what we tell the world it is. And so as we begin to take back our power and recognize that the power is within, and the best way to do that is to let go of every thought that you're having. We can call this meditation. But meditation at times could be misunderstood because it is a lot of times people can think that meditation means to have no thoughts whatsoever. But meditation is to just observe every thought that you have, not identifying with it, not holding on to it, just noticing it. So you sit down, you close your eyes, you notice, and a thought comes in your mind that tells you this is stupid. And you just simply notice it and say, okay, that was interesting. Then, uh, then you start to maybe drop into a sense of, of peace. And then a thought comes to your mind, wow, this is really cool, this is really peaceful. Well, you just simply notice it and let it go. You don't attach to any particular thought. Because the moment you attach to a thought, if you think about it like if you're watching a conveyor belt and items moving by on the conveyor belt, and you're sitting in one still spot, and each item, no matter how it comes along, is just moving along the conveyor belt, and you're at the freedom to notice it as it passes by, and then it moves past your experience, and then the next one comes along and moves along and moves past your experience, and so on and so forth. But if you find yourself attaching to any particular item that comes along this conveyor belt, then you're jumping on the conveyor belt, and now you're being pulled by that thing because you attach yourself to it and since it's going to flow you're going to go with it rather than being the stable expression of love that you really are in each and every experience and so another way we could think about it is if we are watching a movie in a movie theater well we're the observer of what's going on on the screen if we identify so strongly with the, with the situation and the roles and the characters being played on the screen, then we can feel as though we are in that story or that the main character is us and we can lose ourselves in the story. Instead of recognizing that we're just the observer of the story at all times. And the story at any time can change and at no time defines who we are totally. It's only a simple aspect of who we are in that moment. And the story can always change for the better, you could say, in expressing, expressing more of the truth of who we really are when we begin to recognize that we're more than what we're seeing. There's more within us, and then we choose to go within 
and connect with that space and then allow that vibration to be released. And that's how we change our story. You change your story from the inside out. You change the way you experience the world by changing the way you experience yourself within yourself. And as you take your attention there, then the world around you changes for the better and it becomes easier and easier to continue on your journey because as the density of the negativity is moved away, as it becomes less, that it becomes easier and easier to float to the top, you could say, to continue to rise up and to expand further and further until eventually you come back into the complete knowingness of who you really are, the complete divine expression of being without limitation and without restriction. I agree. I agree. I find there are times, <coughs> I do apologize, there are times when um, I, I pulling myself into a meditation uh, is, is hard, to be frank, is hard. And I know it's only three deep breaths away, so I don't mean it's hard in that sense. I mean that my mind is is so full of words. It's like it's chocked full of words, you know, and th- there's just just hardly enough space to get a breath through to combine with God. And what I do in those times and, and is to do what the hickeys recommend, I think that's their last name, Hicks. The Hicks recommended in, um, I think it's The Law of Manifestation, I believe is the title of their book. And and that is just kind of sitting down and writing. And I I have developed a combo deal from what they said and also from what Neil Donald Walsh wrote uh, in multiples of his books, which is that the most powerful command for ourself is to say, I am X. And so what I will do when my mind is so full that I need to dislodge and move over words, because otherwise, if I'm sitting in meditation, and I can't speak for other people, but if I'm sitting in meditation and all I'm really doing is pointless worry, pointless self-evaluation, pointless I'm not enough, I'm not enough, I'm not enough stuff, then I'm not really meditating and I'm, I'm my own worst enemy from that. I'm keeping myself from meditating. It isn't that God isn't there. It's that I'm not letting God in because I am such a human in control at that point. So what I do is I combine this uh, law of manifestation exercise with what Neil Donald Walsh suggested the most powerful command is I am. And uh, and you can guess, Brian, I'm leading into a meditation for you. And I lay out the I am's. I am a divine being. I am part of God. I am a loving person. I am kind. I am safe. Oh, that one reverberates in me. The number of friends I've told, start your day by saying, I am safe. I am safe. I am secure. 
I am prosperous. Everyone defines what prosperity is for them. I am content. I am happy. The lady who wrote the secret says we should add, I am thin and fit. I am loving. I am caring. I am of generous spirit. I am sharing. I am enough. I am valued. I am respected. I am respectable. I am respected in my work. I am respected in my pleasure. The list is infinite of things that you can fill in that start opening up a spot in your mind so that as you are saying I am and calling on that great creative power within yourself, I am able to heal myself. I am healthy. I am loving. I probably say I am loving many times. And it serves both as an affirmation of what I am, sending forth what I will be in the next moment, but also it serves to remind me an affirmation for myself of what I can be, of who I can be, of how I can live. By Brian last week said something so gigantic for me that it captured my mind. He said, if you put off your success to the future and you see it as something that is going to happen, then you didn't... you." close, you block it from happening now. You manifest it for the future, not for now. So I am successful. Because right now, you are the perfect reflection. Each and every one of us is the perfect reflection of everything that we have lived, perceived, and done. We are all that we can be for all of our life experiences right now because we made those past choices already. So I am enough. I am enough. And this week on Friday, I did not get an opportunity to do my Friday morning show. And I'm embarrassed, but I must have been very exhausted. It's been a long week. I slept right through it, and I guess I must have needed that sleep since there was an alarm that went off. But what I love about that show, and I love about leading people in meditation on the radio, is when we do it, we reach out and we take the hand of God as we know God is. And we know I am enough that God is holding my hand right now. And then we hold out our other hand and take the hand of the person on the other side of us, their God. And we form a circle, man, God, human God, human God, human God, woman God, woman God, woman God. 
that grows every time we come together. And that circle reverberates with the energy and the love that God, all parts of God, is sharing with us to remind us of who we are, of who I am. And so when I'm not quite able to get myself in the place where I can sit down and meditate, I meditate in a different way. Some people might not call it meditating. I manifest. So I began to manifest the peace so that I can have the moment of clarity that comes from meditation the period of non-attachment, the security and the lack of fear to let go, and to sit and join my breath with God. And Brian, we have about 23 minutes left here, and I would like, first of all, to provide you an opportunity to respond, and then, of course, to invite you to lead us in a meditation. Would be my pleasure, and I think the only proper response at this moment is to go right into a meditation and get into alignment with the vibration that we've been sharing to give us the opportunity to connect with it. Perfect. I'm going to do solar wind dancing nebula. I think um, there will be more than one piece here, uh, my friends if this goes longer than this piece, but this is beautiful. Perfect. So let us spend this time now and just letting go of everything that we're holding on to. Every thought, every idea of the past and of the future. And allow ourselves to just be in this space. Allow yourself to hear the words that I'm speaking, but more importantly, to feel the vibration behind the words. For the words themselves can bring up particular ideas and particular belief structures. But any time that we identify with a belief, we are limiting ourselves. So the idea right now is to try to let go of any particular idea and to connect with the vibration within the words, within the music, and within this moment now. So please join me in closing your eyes and allowing yourself to breathe slowly, deeply, and naturally. Allow yourself to feel the breath coming into the lungs as you breathe in through your nose. And as you breathe out of your mouth, simply consciously choose to let go of all tension to let go of all anxiety, 
to let go of all fear, worry, and doubt. And to come now into the full expression of being who you really are. Open and free and capable of experiencing every aspect of being without limitation, without restriction, as you open yourself to the flow, you find yourself going places that you never thought that you'd be able to. You find yourself within a space of peace and love and joy and to come into this space to experience this vibration and to know who you truly are once again requires no effort requires you to do nothing at all except to simply become aware become conscious of who you really are. And since consciousness and awareness is who you really are, all that is required of you to experience yourself as you truly are is to be who you truly are. To let yourself go, to let go of everything that you may be holding on to, to no longer identify with anything in particular, to stay open and free and in alignment with the vibration, the undistorted vibration of being in this space, right here, and right now, and as you disconnect yourself from definition, you feel yourself expanding into greater and greater levels of peace, of love, and of joy. To let go is to be capable of experiencing anything and everything without limitation, without restriction. You're open and free and feel this freedom within you now as you let go, let go. Let go. And the more you let go, the more peace you feel. The more love you feel. And the more joyous you are.
it really takes no effort at all to let go of everything unless you identify so strongly with that which you are holding on to but to choose to let go anyway to recognize that there is so much more to you than anything you could hold on to but whatever you hold on to limits you and that thing that you're holding on to is you but it's simply one aspect of the divine and infinite expression of being that you truly are and to hold on to even the smallest aspect of the totality of your being is to imprison and hold yourself into this tiny aspect of the totality of your being and to let it go and observe it and to notice it once again for what it truly is you instantly find yourself back in this space of power space of peace the space of beauty and the space of divinity and you find yourself back at this essential of I am. Nothing more need be said. I am. of a vibration of these words. Feel the vibration within you and recognize the power, the divinity, and the love that you are. And say to yourself, I of being within your vibration now, untainted, unaltered, natural and free, you return back to who you really are, the divine and unlimited expression of being. This 
is the only place to be in each and every moment. And every experience that comes from this place will always reflect and fully represent the truth that all is well. All is well. And all is as it should be. Let go. Let go. Let go. Feel the flow. And remember who you really are. I am. Being in this space, being in the awareness of who you really are, in this moment, right here and right now, you accomplish the one goal that you have been desiring to experience in every moment of your life. To naturally and effortlessly be who you really are. You find yourself back home. You find yourself at peace. You find yourself in joy. And you find yourself completely immersed within, surrounded by, and expressing as love itself. and you begin to recognize that now is all there is. And now is the only time you have to choose for your peace. And right now, you can have this expression of being who you really are by simply letting yourself go into the flow recognizing the truth once again, aligning with it, and being it, 
without restriction, without judgment, and without limitation. nowhere in particular to be. There's nowhere in particular to go. There's nothing in particular to do. But there is everything to be right here and right now. to be everything is to be nothing in particular to be open and free to move without restriction or limitation in any direction that you are guided to go by the expression of being truly are, and to come into alignment with this expression, to consciously choose to go with it, to flow with it, and to express yourself as it, is to come back into peace, to realign with truth find the beauty and grace that is contained within each moment of life. So let yourself go and to allow yourself to flow is to just be who 
really are. Nothing more is after you. And nothing less than perfection and wholeness is yours in each and every moment, except by your own choosing. And whenever you're choosing less than perfection and wholeness, recognize for yourself that you can always choose again, right here. And right now, and that you can choose to let go of everything that blocks you from this expression, and to come back into the truth of who you really are once again. The choice is always yours to make, and the only question becomes. Are you choosing it? And if not, when will you choose? For now, there's no time that any choice that you make can be made, and the only choice you ever have to make is to be who you naturally are—a peaceful. Loving being, or to be what you're not, a made-up character that brings nothing but pain and suffering. Recognize this choice and the result of your choosing in each moment, and choose wisely, and come back. Into the experience of who you really are once again—the presence of love, the presence of peace, the presence of joy. Stay, Brian. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. My pleasure, uh, you Mark. Know, thank you. One of the things that uh, I recognized during this lovely meditation was there are many times I like to see the old age wisdom manifested in new times. And as Brian was saying, and now, you know, recognize who you are i am i kept thinking every time i would hear i am i it suddenly the synchronicity of it went off um i'm i'm and so there's i've often read that there's a tremendous healing power in the word um which i think is a way of saying I am. 
We have just a few seconds left. I want to thank you all for joining us today. Remind you that we are starting the show at 8.30. It's always available in the archives for those who can't come at 8.30. We're doing that to facilitate Brian and I each going off to a place of community worship. Um, We are so pleased that you're with us, and I say namaste and remember to each of you that you are uniquely created, divinely inspired. Peace be with you this week and always. Thank you, Maya. Thank you, listeners. Be at peace and allow yourself to be who you truly are, right here, right now, forever and always. Be at peace. Namaste. Thank you, Brian, very much. I'll talk to you next week. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.